the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate at 866-970-9622. We were talking about all the markets and how well they have performed. Uh, We are going to uh, be introducing in a few minutes uh, Stephen Moranis, who is uh, a leader in real estate with broad international experience. I am not going to go through all the credentials as I did at the beginning of the show. Just let me tell you, he's one of the smartest men I know. And he's been in the business a lot of years, and I respect him. For, I just so respect his knowledge. He's also a columnist. But before I do that, I'd like to get Thomas a few things that I want to ask you. Now, uh, Tom Drew, who uh, is at Citizens Bank and is there and knows everything about mortgages, actually, he's the only one that Ace wants to put and let him do the show because he's that knowledgeable. Um, I read something, Thomas, and it says, this says fixed mortgage rates sink to lowest levels in history. What, what, now, I think what are they at what, 30 years, about 2.71, something like that, 2.7? Thomas? Just above the mid. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, sorry. They're, they're, yeah, they're just a- they're about. They're, they're, yeah, about two two point six two five two seven five, depending on the scenario. Um, okay. And it's you know sometimes the news that you read is a little bit behind, um, you know what happened just most recently. I mean rates did move up slightly this past week because of, um, I guess the prospect of uh, the country borrowing a lot more money to kind of restart things for uh, you know during the pandemic. So rates did move up slightly, but still just off the bottom of all-time lows. Okay, so here's what I was reading, and I'd like your uh, read on this. I wrote, fixed rates, of course, rate, you know, sunk to a very low level, but could be headed higher. And then I read um, that on Wednesday, the yield on a 10-year treasury climbed above 1% for the first time since last spring. Um, closing the day, like you said, 1.4%. And um, we are wondering, does that, are you are you seeing, are you feeling that interest rates are going to go up a lot? Or do you feel that they're pretty much going to stay? Not that anyone knows 100% anything. We're just giving you the best read. Where do you think mortgage rates lie for the next year? Low or 
moving or I mean, what, what's your read on that? Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. I do see them uh, taking a slight move up. Uh, the Fed is still very much supporting uh, the market in general. Uh, you know, the buying mortgage-backed securities and other bonds to hold rates down. Uh, but, you know, this week did have – there was a lot of selling in fixed-income securities um, because of the thought that there'd be a lot of bond issuance uh, going into the new year uh, to support the economy. So, um, okay. you know, you have the, the fiscal versus monetary kind of at a, at, at a little bit of a war right now. Okay. Now, I just want to remind everyone and that the end of 2020 won't necessarily mean saying goodbye to favorable, favorable mortgage rates. Um, but could a 2% defined mortgage rate define the next decade? That was a question. In other words, Mortgage rates have fallen. Now, listen to this. Mortgage rates have fallen from 12%. So I just want you to look at where we are now. And so if you're in the buying mode, it is just a tremendous time to buy. Mortgage rates have fallen from 12% in the 1980s. So mortgage rates were at 12% in the 1980s. And those of you who are young probably would not even have contemplated or even think that they could be that high. Of course, me, being older, I remember when they were 16. So uh, so it is really still a really good time. Uh, what, are you seeing, and you're seeing a lot of, uh, I know you're seeing a lot of uh, contracts, Thomas, but how about refinancing? Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of refinancing? Yeah, it's still a very steady uh, flow of refis. Um, I mean, just to add to what we mentioned before about Next year, you know, Fannie Mae uh, has projected that the mortgage market will be over $3 trillion. Um, this year it was, it took 2020, I should say, it was, a, was a little over $4 trillion. So they do expect to see some of the market drop, but a higher percentage of purchase uh, going into 2021 than what we saw in 2020. So I do think that bodes well for, you know, the economy and and people buying homes and, you know, all the other industries that benefit from uh, home purchases. Yes, and I want, you know, and again, uh, this is my opinion. I'd like to hear your opinion, and this is from everything that I read and gather and from being in Douglas Element and seeing what's going on. But homeowners should look, you can upgrade your home uh, with the uh, increased spending power you have. So if you're buying something now, and it needs some some work. I mean, think about the interest rate and what you're really saving because they were so high at one time. And um, going into the new year, we hope to see growth in the economy. Um, as I said, there have been nationally, they nationally, they expect 2021 to be the highest amount of transactions, means the highest amount of people that bought houses in 40 years. So it's looking like a booming 221 for real estate. And I want to applaud real estate because in the pandemic, they've kind of, I believe they're helping us out of the recession that we had from the pandemic. And hopefully that will continue. So if you're, if you are in the market for a home, by all means, don't forget the interest rates because that interest rate can make such a difference in your payments. 
you have no idea. And I will urge everyone again who's bought a home and is looking to stay in the home they purchased to double-check their interest rates, see what their current interest rates are, and if they're 4% or something or anything higher than that, you should look to refinance. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. And I can guarantee you many people forgot to do it or say, oh, I'm going to do it, and then they get busy. So it's really a great time for buying. It's a great time for refinancing. And uh, please take the time to do that. Check your, your, your mortgage rates, even if you're not buying anything, and make sure. Uh, all you have to do is call and what's the number that he can get you at Citizens? You can go on Ion Real Estate on Facebook and find us. Or, Tom, what's a good number to get you at at Citizens? Sure. You call direct at 516-410-2674. Thank you, because really this is such an opportunity. Now I am on with my friend Stephen Moranis calling in from Canada. Good morning or good almost afternoon, Stephen. How are you? I am great, Dottie. How are you today? I'm uh, calling in from Toronto. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Uh, we're still locked in, but, uh, you know, everything seems to be, you know, um, optimistic for 2021. And I uh, echo your comments. I think the Canadian real estate market is going to have a wonderful year coming up, uh, albeit that, you know, there's some challenges for real estate agents to show houses and, and deal with uh COVID and, and the restrictions and understand real estate has been deemed, I think, throughout North America an essential service, and um, which is great. And, and people have to kind of, you know, work safely, which they are with their buyers and their sellers. And uh, I think it's all good. We should be optimistic. Um, right. What I wanted to And with the technology about, we have today, um, I don't suggest somebody shouldn't um, take a look, but with technology today, you can really, really actually walk through a home and really get a really great feel of a home and eliminate a lot because you, they, they've really perfected, in most cases, the technology where you really can see. But I always suggest driving by and making sure you look at the area. And for those people who ask me, gee, what are the schools like, my advice to you is to Go to the school or call the schools up yourself, or there's a school report you can get. I have to, I don't know it in Canada, but I know in the U.S. there's school reports you can get. But it's a good thing to call up a school yourself and ask questions because sometimes you have children that are maybe sports-minded or maybe they have special needs, and find out as much as you can on your own. Um Absolutely, and that's Stephen, great advice. What, what, we, we what would you say is the most outstanding news that you would talk about? Or that, you know, I know you have a column. I speak to you quite often, and I always, as I said, I'm one of the smartest guys I know in real estate. So what are you seeing going forward? Well, I think um, what I wanted kind of to talk today about, which I think would be interesting for your, your listeners is um, just sort of how the real estate commissions work, what does it cost, and who really pays. And let me first say, I think real estate agents or realtors, both in the United States and Canada, are really frontline workers. They are driving the economy. If you think about this, real estate transactions uh, end up being the independent variable for 
um, mortgage, uh, mortgage products, title services, moving, moving uh, services, renovations, you name it. It keeps companies like Home Depot going because people buy and sell houses. And I think one of the topics, and let me just say this, real estate agents, as you know, only get paid on success. So if they're successful in helping you buy a home or help you sell your home, they only get paid then. Um, it's unlike, as you know, lawyers charge whether they're successful or unsuccessful. I always say, you know, half of, the lo- half of the lawyers lose half of the time, but they all get paid all of the time. Agents will only get paid when um, they're successful and there's a transaction, in fact, that closes. And I guess the topic which somehow is not openly understood by consumers is, okay, how does the commission work? And, and I believe You know, agents who work hard, work smart, and are successful deserve, you know, fair commissions, whether it's 5%, 6%, 7%, whatever the case may be. But the way the industry has evolved, those commissions are bundled in to also pay the buyer's agent. So if you're paying a 6% commission, typically, you know, half of it is offered to the cooperating broker or the buyer's agent. Um, and, and, and so the asking price is a gross price, and you as a seller who are sort of forced to pay all the fees for both the buyer's agent and your seller's agent um, should be high enough that ultimately the net price you get satisfies your expectations. Well, that's, uh, that's true, and um, since I, I really – haven't we haven't really talked about that in any great length let me just say this because i i think our commissions are negotiable so you can negotiate commissions with your broker uh however you know you have very many discount brokers out now that discount you know and you really have to look at what you're getting and i recommend that somebody when they are going to list their home sit down and actually find out and get in writing. And I say that in writing. What is the broker going to do? How are they going to advertise? If they're going to advertise, are they going to take pictures? I would look at their websites and see how they display them because today, uh, I I don't want to guess the number because I don't remember it offhand, but it's really very high. Most people go online first. And what they do is they eliminate. They eliminate things they don't want. And that's great. So you don't have to go to see millions of things. But depending on how that broker portrays that, that property, um, how, they, how, they, how they look at their Internet site, make sure that it's good. And um, I always suggest that you uh, take a good look at the broker himself and make sure that you feel comfortable with a broker. You know, it's funny that you should talk about commissions because it's really not talked about as much. But I remember when I was first starting out in real estate, it's hard to believe that when I first started out in real estate, I was in my 20s. And people would say to me, you know, they would come in and they'd be like 40s, and they would say, oh, I bought and sold houses, two or three houses before you were even born. And they would kind of look at me and look at me like, well, what would you know? And I would always tell people, and this is my advice to people now, I would always interview a few brokers, 
But I would not, I would always have to feel comfortable with the broker that I'm using. Because the rapport that you have with the broker and the attorney, which makes it important. Like, I know that when you need to get a hold of Stephen, you can always get a hold of him. When you need to get a hold of anyone at Citizens, you can always get a hold of them. You need to be able to have a relationship. It's like putting a team together. And it's like a baseball team or a football team or let me relate it to a sports team. Put the best people on the team. And it's sometimes, you know, and I think personality also, I don't say that that negates experience or that negates uh, knowledge, but having a good rapport and have an expectation. What do you expect the broker to do? What do they expect to do? Because obviously there are some discount brokers that will not do anything, but they will list your home. And I would always tell people, look, if it's the cheapest commission and you don't really care about what a broker is going to do for you, then maybe I'm not the right person to talk to. So when it comes to commission, Steve and I would really agree with you. But I think foremost, you need to sit down and feel comfortable and make sure that 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 broker has a working knowledge of the area that you're in. Okay. And then ask for a marketing plan. What are they going to do to market your home? And I would always ask for the writing. Now, Stephen, I'm going to ask you what you recommend to your your buyers when they're asking you, well, who should I pick or how should, you know. Well, and, and, and let me just say on, on choosing a seller's agent or listing agent, that's great advice, Dottie. And I think it, it's a contract. So you're going to sign up a listing agreement for 60 days or 90 days or six months. So you're basically in a, in a, in a firm legal relationship with this agent. And my my advice front end is to um, view it as a job interview. You should probably interview two or three agents who you can do it Absolutely. now by Zoom, of course. Everything you said and ask them what they're going to do and, and what they're going to do. You know, some agents will do uh, pay for a, a home inspection or they'll do drone photography or they'll do a nice brochure They'll put it on a bunch of international websites, which is important, you know, if you've got kind of a, a premium property. And, and just be sort of aware and open and trans, transparent on, on what you're picking and why and how. And, and you want to you know the, your, the local track record. The one thing, you know, the one thing that's kind of interesting, we could be out in Long Island and you could see a lot of signs. It could be ABC Realty sold signs. It doesn't necessarily mean that ABC Realty brought the buyers to those properties. So I think That's you know, a what good you point. Wanna, yeah, what you want to know is there could be ten properties that there's a dominant listing company in that neighborhood, but really, what the most important sort of variable is who's bringing the buyers to the table. So I would kind of say, look, there's ten recent sales in my neighborhood. I want to know. Who were the buyer's agents who brought these buyers to the table? Because maybe I might want to interview one of them as a potential uh, listing agent for me. Um, you know, you mentioned on the buyer agent side. I mean, most agents now, the way it's working throughout North America, they ask. I think we have a commercial, so I'm going to cut you off because you're going to be in the middle of that. Um, okay, great. We'll be right back. We'll continue this topic. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, 
at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The answer. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I am 73. I work 40 hours a week. I take Balance of Nature pretty much religiously. One day, about two weeks ago, I cleaned a house that was three and a half hours, another one that was two and a half hours, another one that was three and a half hours, and then I cleaned a commercial building and then cleaned half of another building. I got home at 10 o'clock at night. And who can do that at 73? Balance of Nature actually gives me quite a bit of energy. It's just amazing that fruits and vegetables could actually fix your problems. I don't have to have, like, coffee and whatever. I just take these, and I have the energy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code the answer. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. We're listening to I on real estate, and I'm here with Stephen Ebert, who is our legal expert and Tom Hill who's a financial expert and I have a guest uh Stephen Moranis who is a gosh how long are you been in real estate? I don't want to say your age, but forever. And comes from a family that really has real estate been God had decades of real estate experience. And so just to make it short, I mean actually actually I just got a new a text from someone who said, Oh, uh, I have what station are you on? If you can't get us, you can just leave your name and your email at the radio show if you just don't have a chance to get a question, and we will write back to you um, with an answer. We try to 
trying to basically give you everything that you need to know about real estate. But again, there is so much to know. And I also say this, it's about putting a team together. Now, personally, when I go to buy anything, I don't say, okay, I just want the cheapest price, but I don't want the most expensive price. I want to look at who's going to fit my needs. And so that's why I think it's really important to interview a couple of brokers, um, sit down, have a plan, questions to ask them, and maybe one show I'll tell you some of the questions I think you should ask. And then make sure you get a good feel. And let me tell you something else about real estate agents, because I think that it's only fair to say this. A lot of people think, oh, gee, just this real estate agent is going to show a couple of houses and then they're going to buy one. One of the most important things that I think real estate agents do is negotiate. Because remember, you're going to have, and, and, and Stephen Ebert, because we have two Stevens on, I'd love you to comment on this. We're going to have an attorney for the seller, an attorney for the buyer. We're going to have a real estate broker for the seller and a real estate broker for the buyer. We're going to have the bank attorneys there. Um, and... At the end of the day, putting that team together that can negotiate, and Stephen Ebert, as an attorney, I'm sure you've seen this. I've watched where some attorneys really, you know, that's why I always tell you, don't use your uh, your son-in-law who is a matrimonial attorney when it comes to real estate. Because just negotiating this and putting this together and making everyone feel, because a good negotiation is everyone feels like they've won, is so important. And I've watched attorneys really blow up deals. I'm sure, Steve, that you've seen that happen. When they really don't have the knowledge and they just don't, they, they make everything an argument. It's, it's about a give and take, and it's about everyone feeling good. And as far as brokers go, I think commissions, that you should negotiate with your broker. And I leave it at that. You know, sit down with your broker, negotiate, um, sit down and see what the best commission that works and what they will do for that. And then you might find somebody who's cheaper, but they might not do as much, and then you make a choice on what's important to you. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think it is tax deductible also. So, uh, But I do believe in a broker. I never not used one, um, I feel it is that important. But it's also important to find one that you're comfortable with. You can be the best broker. You know, sometimes some, some we have a, Douglas Garden has a big relocation department, and sometimes they'll say, oh, we have these people coming in from so-and-so, and, and I'll ask what kind of personality they have, you know, what, what's important to them, because everyone has different personalities. Stephen Ebert, I'd love to hear your opinion on that. What do you tell your clients when they ask that question? Well, sure, absolutely. Having a broker with, you know, that's really knowledgeable can save you a lot of money. And this is really all about value that people bring to the transaction in different parties. And, you know, when you, you get what you pay for, right? If, if you get somebody who's not an expert in the area and say, look, I'm saving a couple of dollars here and there, you're going to lose a lot more money. And I'll give you a perfect example. I had a deal this week that got referred to me on Monday. Uh, we just signed the contract on Friday. The buyer was losing the transaction um, because their first attorney that they used 
it was a shopping center in upstate New York, did not know how to negotiate with the other side. And the other side said, I don't want to deal with them. So we had to come in, and we very quickly patched things up and made the deal happen. And so part of it is also uh, personality as well. Um, it's very important to understand how the other side negotiates. You know, you can be right all day long and lose a deal. So what you have to balance Absolutely. is being right. Being Absolutely. right. I've, I've seen deals blow up over Stephen, believe it or not, that there'll be an attorney who got, you know, just would be like, we want this and 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 we want this. And the opposite, the attorney for the, the buyer, so the other attorney would be like, well, they can't just say yes, 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 and never get anything back. And then all of a sudden they say, we also want that pool table. And they pushed it to a point where, you know, it was over the top, and then someone just said, forget it. We're also in a market. And, I, and again, markets make a difference. We're in a pretty hot market now, so I don't think anything lasts for long. But um, as far as attorneys and commissions, you ask, what are they going to do for it? Because there are some companies that will charge you very little, but obviously they'll put it on MLS or some sort of MLS listing, and that's kind of what they'll do, and you'll have to negotiate. And I've learned, and I think Stephen, the both Stevens and Drew, um, I'm a great negotiator, but I'm not great for myself. Because if you're a seller, when someone's, you know, when someone's asking you, well, come down, um, it's hard to negotiate for yourself where the broker can show other properties, show what they sold for. Um, and an attorney also has to work within the group that they're working with, understand their personalities and be able to work with them. Otherwise, there are deals that blow up just because of bad, uh, just personalities, and you never want that to happen. Um, so that's why 100%. We that. Personality is, is, is huge. It's huge, and, and you know it's interesting, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll say this, and maybe I'll take a dig at my own part of the transaction. A lot of lawyers miss that, um, you know, just how you work with one another um, and, and also how you tie in with the other people in the transaction. You know, you have attorneys have very different philosophies, and by the way, so do real estate agents, on communicating with other parts of the party. You know, I always believe that, People have distinct roles. You know, the lawyer runs the legal, the bankers run the financing, the brokers run the negotiation and other facts on the ground. And you've got to give deference to your counterparty in those areas. But you've got to communicate with one another. And, and I've seen it, and this goes all around. I've seen people give up responsibility. And now I'll say make a comment about some agents, and this is where I see some of the differences between great agents and okay agents, where some agents, like once they have a term sheet and they have the basics of the deal there, they, they basically step away from it. And if things need to be tweaked, they don't get involved in that negotiation. And, and I think that's a huge mistake. Um, and, um, but, but I've seen, oh, well, let the lawyer handle it. Well, what does the well, lawyer the know about the property they've is, never seen? It's the middleman. Yeah. The real estate agent has to track everyone down and make sure that everything is done in a timely fashion. And again, as I said, in any deal, forget about real estate, any deal you do, 
if you're doing a deal and the personalities don't work or some person's being a hog and just asking just nonstop, okay, then, you know, usually those kind of deals blow up. So it's, and, you know, I, I just want to say this also because when I started, I was young, and as I said before, um, so people would say to me, well, you know, why should we use you? Okay, why should we use you? We we bought a couple of houses before you were even born. And you know what I would tell them? And I'm going to tell you this. I would say, look, you should use who you're comfortable with. And if you are not comfortable with me because I am young, then use someone you're comfortable with because every buyer will always ask, okay, by the way, I want to know what's on the market, but I want to know if you have any good deals. I said, well, if there's a great deal around, if you think your your real estate broker is going to give it to somebody who's been with 40 million different people, there's no loyalties to anyone, forget it. So I would say personality, how much, and I would say to people, listen, I might not have 20 years experience. Now, I worked when I was with the can I just add one point on that? Because I think this is so oh, critical. Yes, the smartest comment yeah. I've ever heard was when a long time ago, I won't say how many years, I was interning at the Justice Department. And I was talking to one of the senior people there. And he was the kind of guy that moved around with different divisions. And he moved to a new division. And he wanted to make a change. And it was a very smart change. And the people said, ah, We've been doing it this way for 20 years. You're the new guy. What do you know? And he looked them in the eye and said, you don't have 20 years of experience. What do you mean? We've been... He goes, no. You have one year's experience times 20. Oh, and I like that. It, it was very good. <laughs> very smart man. Um, and it's a very important point. You know, age can mean tremendous experience. You could get more experience in one to two years than in 20. Or it could mean 20 years you have way more experience. The fact is, years doing something may mean you know more, but doesn't. It could, and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't get prove the truth for the matter asserted. So great, even if you've been doing this longer, all, you, all it means is you've been doing it longer. That does not make your answer more correct or less correct. You still have to prove it. And you have to prove the right price, prove how you're negotiating on that deal at a hand right in front of everybody. That's correct. We have a, a commercial break. But again, I think, you know, since we're on this, I can tell you some of the questions I think you might ask the broker um, before you hire them. Uh, we're going to be right back with 866 970 Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 500-8384-relieffactor.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. We've heard from thousands of women about hair color, and the number one question is how to find the right shade. With Madison Reed, we guarantee a perfect shade match or your money back. It's easy. Take our online color quiz to determine your perfect shade. See yourself in your best shade with our online try-on tool or call our licensed colorist seven days a week. Our ammonia-free hair color delivers gorgeous, soft, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with 100% gray coverage. Enjoy two great ways to get Madison Reed hair color. Visit a Madison Reed color bar or shop madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code BETTERWAY. That's code BETTERWAY. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. I'm Dottie Herman. We're back with I on Real Estate, where we try to give you a bit of every single facet of real estate and every expert and every piece of it. Before we go on, and we were talking about real estate brokers, commissions, and how you choose one, um, I'm very flattered to have, I believe, Andrew from England. Are we talking about London, England? Andrew, are you on the line? I am, yes. Uh, it's actually Gateshead in Tyne. We are in the north of England, uh, a little bit away from London, because obviously we're on lockdown currently, so the whole country's on lockdown, but but it's tremendous to be on the show. It's my second time I've been on here, so I'm always ready and willing to talk to Dottie because obviously I've been a huge fan of yours for many, many a year. Well, thank Dottie, you. It's, <laughs> Dottie, it's, can I say something, Dottie? Hi, Andrew. How are you there? A good friend of mine lives lives near Wimbledon. I think he said he was still able to play outdoor tennis, but uh, I think the indoor tennis is down. You could explain to us my understanding of estate agents in England 
is that yeah. buyers pay, buyers pay their agents separately and sellers pay their agents separately, and it's not the seller who pays the buyer's estate agent. Maybe you can kind of uh, you know bring well, us up to speed on how that, it works there. Before I do that, because we're limited on time, um, I first want to hear the question, and, and Andrew, I'd like to just hear what's going on in England with this virus. I know you're on lockdown and even in Canada, you're in lockdown. Um, part, I guess, uh, parts of the U.S. are in lockdown. Um, not most of that. What's going on there with the virus? What's how's that affecting you in the real estate business? And what's going on there? I, I'm just thrilled to hear about that. Um, you're the second caller I've had from from England, so I'm so thrilled that you called us. Yeah, I think with the, with the virus, it's spiraling out of control here. Uh, we've probably got the highest. Uh, it's not. It's around seventy to well, sixty-eight to seventy thousand infections per day. It's jumping up to nearly fifteen hundred deaths a day. Uh, one in fifty people have it. Um, uh, obviously. And the strange thing is, when you when it comes to real estate over here, uh, it kind of even the areas I deal with, like I deal with developments in England, America, and Australia. But um, even in um, uh, in in England, when I ring developers, like I think I'm, I sent an email to you, Dodi, regarding one development, and they basically said because of Brexit uh, and the pandemic, um, they we're looking to sell and they've just said, you know, we're not going to do anything until um, uh, we have the effects of Brexit kick in. So essentially over here, um, uh, when it comes to selling something, uh, basically I, I bought my house and I went through one estate agent to answer the other gentleman's question. And, um, uh, you know, I, I paid, a, I paid a fee to the attorney but it was very, very simple. I didn't have to pay a fee on top of paying for the deposit for my house. Um, but obviously in America, it's completely different and Australia. But um, with everything that's going on here, every, when, it, when it comes to developments and when it comes to pandemic, everything's more or less um, trying to get as many people vaccinated. I think they've got the military involved now um, over here. There's going to be places where I live in Gateshead and Newcastle, which is the city of Newcastle, uh, they're open, they're, they've got massive institutions opening to try and give people the vaccine. Um, so, uh, you how, long, how, Andrew, how long have you been on lockdown now? I've been on lockdown, gosh, since March. Uh, we had a intervening period of a less than a month. Uh, I work... Um, well, I work remotely um, from 8.30 till 12, and then I catch the bus into Newcastle, and I work 1 till 5. I work for a big company. Uh, it's not real estate related, but I work for a big company. But um, essentially, from now until the end of March, I will only be working from 1 till 5. And even then... I have to have a piece of paper in my hand because if I get stopped by the police, which I actually joked about that the other day, and then I saw a police car in my area. So um, it's very, it's getting very intense. 
even though the vaccinations have started. Now, have you seen? And have you seen? Uh, have you seen people migrate to um, suburbs rather than big cities? Like in the U.S., you've seen a lot of uh, people either renting temporarily or trying to move out of the bigger cities. And we're just starting to come. You know, so the suburbs around the big cities are doing great. Um, however, we were. I, I don't. Hopefully, we don't get as bad as you. I think we're we're rising, but I think you know we have the vaccine now, and hopefully, uh, you do. Hopefully, we'll be able to at least get most people yeah. vaccinated within the next six months. How is real estate holding out there? Uh, real estate. I'm on the radio. Yeah, real estate here. Um, like I, I normally have wind of different um, developments or uh, even big things are happening. You, you, you always hear, but I don't hear of anybody. Uh, I would, I would even suggest the buy area. They, they're not interested in working with Americans. Believe you me, I've spoken to a lot of brokers from your own company, Doddy, and um, you know a lot of people in different countries. Um, don't even want to talk about England because they they don't even, you know, they, because everything's on lockdown, what can you do? You can't even do, you can do showings, but um, n- people aren't talking about England as being an area where they want to look at just because, um, you know, it, 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 everything's locked down. It's uh, like I haven't had the vaccine. I'm, so, like, I'm 53 in February. Um, and I won't get it for a long, long time. But, um, you know, I, you always hear of great things about developments in areas in London, especially because that, that's where the money is. When it comes sure, to... Sure, I've been there. Um, yeah, when, when it comes to the city, people do people want to live in the city? It's so yeah, expensive. That's... It's so expensive to live in the city. And, like, you know, London, London is one of those places that it's... Uh, People want to go to London all the time, but it's, it is so expensive. But I do find a lot of people want to live in the suburbs. But the problem living in the suburbs is, is the, the journey into England. So the journey, the journey into right. London. Uh, I used to live right. in Surbiton. I used to I, I used to travel in to London, and it's it's very it's so expensive on the on the the train in there. You, you pay a lot of money to get in. Right. Well, so let, let me say this. I think in the beginning of the show, I said that there's only about 4% of uh, New York City that's been foreigners, which obviously before this virus, uh, there was a lot more foreigners, but everyone's basically on lockdown and people are kind of staying in put. So our real estate it really just is primarily booming, but it's booming with Americans buying, either upgrading or yeah. moving and also what also has played a role besides the pandemic, which will be a role for forever, I believe, because of social media and because of we were on lockdown and we had to use Zoom on, as a platform and things yeah. of that nature. Less people have to work every day in their offices. Uh, they didn't want to go to their offices. They couldn't, so they've learned how to do uh, work outside of the offices, and therefore a lot of employers are saying, well, listen, 
uh, we don't need all this office space. You know, well, well, we certainly want people to get together and, and act and interact, you know, as people because Zoom can only do so much. But we don't think that that allows people to, to live outside of the cities more so than if they have to be in the office every day. And so I would assume it would be the same with London. I would love for you, by the way, to I'd love you to leave your information with me. And I'd love you to call in and keep us posted on London every once in a while, because that would be great uh, to hear from you. And I'm thrilled that you did call us. Um, we we wish everyone there pleased and i you know i i uh am very fond it's one of my favorite places and i've been there almost every year other than obviously this year with the pandemic um our very very best and um if you could leave me your information with i would love i'd love to keep in touch and maybe you could come on every once in a while and give us an update yeah i'd love to that'd be fantastic yeah that would be great I, I would love that. So and we're thrilled that you called. And, and um, leave it, your information, your everything. And, then and, and you know, you never know. I, this is all going to end hopefully sooner than later, I think. What do you see in, in, in London for 2021? Just curious. Just an opinion, I'm um, sure. But just what is your opinion? Um, I think because we obviously we were 60 million people here. So you would you would think it would be easier to get vaccinated everybody within the space of a year um, because people aren't going to work and they're working remotely. Um, there's definite fear of going into yeah. work. I hate to have to cut you off, but our show is over. Please leave your information. I okay. personally will get in touch with you within the week. Thank you so much, and thank you, everyone. We miss you, we love you, and we'll be here next week. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.